Welcome to Prophetic Power Talk. This is Karen Broadway Wilson. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I decree the blessings, the favor, and the strength of the Lord over your life. Amen. Well, I'm going to get right to today's prophetic download. And I'm going to be talking about the chains that remain. Yep, those chains. You know, chains and uh, chains are can be used to hold things secure. But chains can also be used to to bind things up. Chains can be used to hold things down. And these chains I'm going to be talking about today are the chains that sometimes are overlooked or not even considered chains because we get so accustomed to them. And, you know, usually we hear about the chains of alcohol. He's bound by the chain of alcohol. He's bound by the, or she's bound by the chain of drugs or pornography, the chains of hatred, the, the chains, the, the, the chains of, um, resentment, all these different chains. But I want to talk about the chains that sometimes we don't talk about enough. And I want to talk about the first chain I want to talk about today is the chain of procrastination. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, procrastination has to deal with delaying things, postponing putting things off that we need to be doing in our present at the present time. And we're putting them off. We're putting them off to tomorrow. We're putting them off to next year. We're putting things off and procrastination could be a very, um, a type of habitual behavior. We get so accustomed to procrastinating. Um, I would call them today, but I'm going to call them tomorrow. I'm going to write that business plan tomorrow. Cause I have more time tomorrow. I think I'll do that tomorrow. Even though you know that God put it on your heart to do today, you feel that you have more time tomorrow. Or even if he told you to do it early in the morning, but you feel like I, I write better at night. Mm-mm. God knows what is best. We have to get rid of this chain of procrastination. Look at the word procrastination. The word nation is there. You don't want to be associated with the procrastination. You need to join another tribe. That is not your tribe. Get away from there. Procrastination will frustrate you and it will frustrate others that are in your, that are in your circle. Because if, if something is due um, at that moment at three o'clock and you feel you have time, so you're not going to do to like about even, let's say, let's put in perspective to about five o'clock. What about the people that are connected to you? What about the people that were looking for you to do it? And you frustrate yourself because now there's more pressure on you to do it faster, quicker, and you're still late with it, but you, you feel like there's more pressure on you to do it. But yep, when God put the assignment, the task, the purpose on you to do, he gave you, he said, do it now, do it now. Stop putting it off. Stop delaying. Let me tell you something. Sometimes there is a window and if you don't move in that window, you will miss the opportunity. Please try ride, Try waiting for a bus that's supposed to be there at 8, 15 AM and you get there at nine o'clock. That bus not going to be there for you. You don't miss the bus. And you missed your appointment that you were supposed to be at nine o'clock because you took the nine fifteen bus procrastination. We don't need to be part of that nation. We need to be part of the on time doing things when God tells us to do them at the window that he has given us to do them. Let's get rid of that chain. Let me tell you something. That thing binds us up. You get so frustrated. And then when you, then you're trying to rush and, and we're trying to do things because we're late doing it and we put it off. And there is a grace when you do things, when we do things in God's timing, there is a grace. And I know for me, creativity flows at a greater level when I do things in the timing and that window that God has called me to do it. But when you do it outside that grace, and that window, there is a struggle. There is extra pressure on you. And 
And guess what? Sometimes, a lot of times you will miss the opportunity because you procrastinated because you, you thought that you had it under control because you could handle it and figure you delayed a little bit, but you missed the, a divine opportunity. You miss a divine setup. You miss a divine connection. The timing, procre- procrastination causes you to miss the timing. Um, procrastination causes you to miss even, like I said, um, doors, connections, windows, things that God has for you. We don't want to be part of that nation. So that is a chain that we have to break and we have to break it through doing something different. Stop doing the same thing. We need to change our language. I'll do it. No, we need to stop saying, I'll do it uh, later. I'll do it tomorrow. Get, get in your vocabulary. I will do it now. Uh, now is the day I will do it now. Do you know the Bible says in James 14, seven, if 14, I'm sorry, chapter four, verse 17, it says that anyone that knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Now I'm like, wow, God. So you mean if we know what to do and don't do it, it's sin. So if I know that I'm supposed to do something every Monday at 3 PM and I don't do it, especially when you told me to do it and I don't do it, it's sin. That's really deep, right? That's a chain. And we have to get rid of the procrastination chain and we have to get rid and we got to come out of that procrastination. We got to come out of that nation. We got to join the tribe, uh, the tri- the on time tribe, uh, the time, the tribe that does things in the, in the, in the timing that God has called us to do. And so we want to really change our language. Stop saying I would do it. I could do it then. I won't no, Just start saying I will do it now. I God, I will do it now and not just say it, but hold yourself accountable. If God told you to do something every Monday at 3 PM, hold yourself accountable, get an alarm clock, have somebody to call you say, did you do that mm-hmm, at three o'clock? Yeah. Hold yourself accountable to it and, and stop allowing yourself to be part of that procrastination. That nation is just too big and it doesn't need you to be a part of it. Okay. So let, 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 let's just change our entire, let's just change the landscape of our language and our life concerning that procrastination. We don't want to be a part of that. And another chain we, that keeps remaining is doubt and lack of belief, doubt and lack of belief that things can happen for us and that they will happen for us. A lot of us can believe other people, things will happen for other people, but we don't believe them. They don't, we don't believe those same things for us. So we've got to get rid of doubt. Doubt is a really is a stronghold because what happens is that doubt keeps you from stepping out, launching forward doubt. Um, of course it's cousin is fear and, and doubt opens up doors for you to, for it, it attacks your self-esteem. It, it attacks your faith in God because we don't believe, um, we don't believe that the God in us will come through for us. We can believe it, the God in everybody else, but for some reason we don't believe the God in us will come through for us. And we've got to get rid of, rid of that doubt. Uh, and, and for example, it's like, God, now I know you said I would prosper, but right now I'm broke. I'm, 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 I got a job that is barely paying me. And with COVID now, I, I done lost my other business and, and you, and, and I, I know other people are doing it and I know that I, I'm supposed to be starting my own business, but God, I don't know. I don't have no money to start no business. I don't, I don't have the resources I need. And so God, I just, you know, I, I, you know, but yet I see Sally's doing it, you know, and I'm willing to root her on, but I just don't know if I can do it. It's just, it's just too much going on. You start singing the blows. I, you start singing the blues. I don't have no money. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I lost my honey. Do, 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 do. 
I don't know if I can make it through another day. I got the doubting blues. Come on, get rid of that. Stop doubting. What about saying that God, if you were for me, who can be against me? If there is more for me than there is against me. If you are with me, God, man, I can leap over a truth. Uh, I got I got feet like a deer. I can leap over stuff. God, if you are for me, the creator of the universe, the one who made the heavens, the earth, the moon, the stars, the one who spoke the, the world into existence, if you are for me, I don't care if I ain't got no money in the bank, no resources. I know that you can you can speak things into existence that are not even there, that are not even to, into my today. But you can speak the forth and they can show up the way you want them to show up. You can come through the door, the floor, the window, the basement. God, I trust you. We have to get rid of doubt. Stop doubting God and stop doubting yourself. Say, I don't have this, I don't have that. Good, you don't have it. That's why you got to trust God. The more reason why you need to trust him. Put your trust in him. Get rid of the, the, the chains of doubt that are hindering you, that are just keeping you. You know, doubt is something that keeps you on the surface. When God has called you to jump into the deep things, doubt will keep you on the surface. Doubt will keep you looking in there like, oh, that looks too deep for me. I don't know. I know I see everybody else jumping in, but that just looks too deep for me. I like, you know, I'm good at four feet, but once that water gets over four feet, I don't want to sink. I don't want to drown. But what about God, your life preserver? If he bids you to come and says, come and, and come into the water, come, I'll cause you to walk on the water. What about the God who has control of the circumstance? Why are you allowing the circumstances to control you? Baby, step out, launch out into the deep. He is your life preserver. Oh, he will keep you afloat. God bids you to come. You better come on and step. Get rid of the doubt. You were talking about the Jesus. We're not talking about, uh, uh, you know, Ralph or John or Johnny. We're talking about Jesus. Did you forget who we're talking about? So we got to get rid of the chains of doubt. And another chain that we need to get rid of, that the chains that remains that we're talking about today, the chains of competition. Oh, gosh, we just, we just, we, oh, we are the most competitive people. You know, a little good competition is good. But not when it comes to where you to the point where you're trying to keep up with everybody else. You well, what are they wearing? Let me wear that. Oh, what are they doing? Let me do that. Oh, are they moving in that gift in the spirit? I gotta move in that gift in the spirit too. I got I uh, what are they doing? I got to you gotta always know what everybody else is doing. You gotta know where everybody else is going. You gotta know what everybody else, what are they putting on their page? You gotta know, you gotta be competitive. And if they're doing something, I gotta do it bigger. <laughs> if they're doing something wide, I gotta do it wider. Who if they're doing something blue, I gotta do it bluer. What is that? Nurture and water and grow what God has given you to water, water, nurture and grow. Stay in your lane. You weren't called to go in nobody else's lane. Stop trying to run in people's lane. Get out of there. Stay in your lane and nurture and grow and pour into the gifting that God has given you. You are, you are a designer's original. The problem is, is that you can't even work on your own design because you worry about, you trying to, you trying to look like somebody else's design. God has not called you to look like anybody else's design. He gave you a unique pattern. He wants you to pattern yourself after him. Stop trying to pattern yourself after other people. That's called Mm cross-dressing. You don't want to do that. 
But be who God has called you to be. You are fabulous. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh my God. God took, God took his time and he interwove greatness and he interwove intelligence and beauty and favor and grace in you. Stop trying to compete with somebody else. Wear your own shoes. Wear your own pants. Sport your own stuff. Get rid of the chain, the chains of competition. We don't have to compete with nobody else, but nobody else. If you want to compete, compete with yourself. Talk to yourself. Who girl, you got to be better. You got to move stronger. You got to, you got to be wiser. Come on, brother. You got to, you got to go up a little high. You got to compete with your own self. Tell your own self to get in line. Tell your own self. You got to be bigger, better, better. Get rid of the competition. Stay in your lane and pour into what God has given you to do. And I find out a lot of times that we love studying what other people do. And that's great to learn from other people. I I totally believe that we ought to be mentored and things, but that's great. And I think that is awesome, but make sure that your style is what God has given you. Make sure with he, that you are receiving the download for God, how you ought to facilitate, operate and function in your own purpose and destiny. You ought not be looking, your outfit, ought, your, your purpose, your outfit, your design ought to not be a duplicate of somebody else's. You are an original divine design. Oh, I like divine too. You are an original divine design. Don't try to copy nobody else. Stop being competitive. Stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. And you know, um, social media is good for that because we always try to figure out what else, what is everybody else doing? Let, let me just put this up on my Facebook so they can see what I'm doing then. Let me put this on my IG so they can see what I'm doing. That's great and all, but what is your purpose behind that? Are you trying to be competitive or are you doing it because God told you to do it? So be careful with the chain of competition because that can really tie you down and hinder you from moving forward into your fullest potential. You want to give God 110. You want to move. You want to move in the fullness. You don't want anything to be held back or hindered because you were competing with somebody else. Receive the original design. Wear your original design, brothers and sisters, and wear it. Wear it well. Hallelujah. And and the another chain I want to talk about that even comes from um, competition as well is is that um, we need to be the chain of feeling um, incomplete. A lot of us feel incomplete. And we've got to get rid of that chain. We we always looking for someone to affirm us and to confirm us. We, we feel uh, the chain of feeling un, in, incomplete. It's like we need someone else to say, "You did it. You're great. You you are the, the you are the best thing in the United States of America. Matter of fact, you are the best thing internationally." We feel incomplete. Like we need people's opinions, their affirmation. Know that you got a God that loves you, that loves you at your soul. God that loves you beyond what you could ever imagine or even can think of. Don't, don't, don't strive to get people's opinions to make you feel complete. Don't strive to get people's affirmation to make you feel complete. Now, I know that there is a part of us. We do like to have affirmation. We do like the people's people to say we did a good job and that's fine. And that that's fine to a certain point, but don't let that govern you. Don't let that be a chain. Whereas if you do something, you don't get people's affirmation. You stop doing it because you don't feel like you had the affirmation. You don't feel like you had a lot enough likes on Facebook. You don't feel like you had enough hearts on IG. 
you're not doing stuff based on that. You're doing stuff because this is who God has called you and designed you. This is your assignment. You are on earth because you are here to do and to complete the will of your father. Rather you get, rather you get a thousand yeses and likes and hearts, rather you get 15,000 follows or not, you better worry about following Jesus and his approval on your life. People break down and start crying. No one liked my post. No one liked what I... Give me a break. Give me a break. You better say, God, I want to be pleasing. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. I am complete in the fullness of your presence. I want to be in your presence because in your presence is the fullness of joy. I need to be made full in you, not full and complete because of what someone said or what they didn't say or because they approved me because they didn't approve me or because I got this many likes. I didn't get that many likes or because someone didn't disagree with what I said. Girl, boy, brother, man, if you got God's hand on your life, you got God's approval, you are made complete in him. Not because of all the likes, not because of all the hearts you got, not because of all the follows. Half those people don't even know who you are in the first place. Give me a, come on now. Come on. You're real with yourself. I don't even know you, but you got a God that knows you. You were made complete in him. Ooh, in him. You are a masterpiece. So get rid of all those chains that remain and give them over to God. Change your language, how you talk. Stop, you stop being a part of that procrastination. And stop, stay in your lane and get out of that competition lane. And know that you are complete in him. There is no lack in Jesus. There is no failure in him. He's not flaky and shaky like people. He loves you and he affirms you. Let him govern your heart, your mind, your thoughts. Decree a new day for you. Decree a new day for yourself. I decree a new day for you in Jesus' name. I decree in the name of Jesus that the chains are being broken. I decree that the chains are being broken of procrastination, of doubt, of fear, of of competition, of feeling incomplete, of feeling inadequate, of feeling um, uh, unsuccessful. I decree that the chains are being broken in your mind, that your mindset is changing, that your language is changing, that even guess what? Your company is changing because some of us need to change company because we around, we around people that keep throwing chains on us and that keep linking us to doubt, that keep linking us to procrastination, that keep linking us to competition. So I decree that chains are breaking right now in your mind, in your heart and with the company that is around you. If they are not connected to Jesus and if they're not connected to your destiny, I decree those chains are falling off right now in Jesus name. I decree a new day for you. I decree that a wind of the Lord, that the wind of the Lord is coming over your mind and refreshing you and restoring you and healing you from all of the brokenness and all of the things that you have gone through because these chains have literally kept you in a bondage that you couldn't even speak about. So I decree your liberty. I decree decree your freedom in Jesus name. I decree that you are free from every chain that keeps you in bondage. Every chain that would remain. I decree you are free in Jesus name.